Hello, hello, everybody. My name is Giuseppe. I am starting at the one, and of course, starting at the two, TG13, Terrence Gathers. Yes, I'm playing shooting God. He is. We are the backcourt. And we're uh, Terrence. Let's go. Another exciting week in the world of basketball, man. How are you feeling? Um, pretty good. It was some good games on. Um, games, yeah. I always hated that the NBA tried to compete with the um, NFL by having games on the same day as the Super Bowl. Well, they have them early, though. They all end before the Super Bowl starts. I know, but it's still, like, just don't. You know, like, <laughs> but even so, like, you know, a lot of people didn't watch the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, the numbers you know, have been down. They were down by, like, a few million. Num- numbers are horrible. I, I didn't watch them. And you know what also was said? Mm. There was a there was a survey that went out and it said more people would rather watch the NBA Finals over the Super Bowl. Uh, now, what do you think the reason for that is? I know what I think it is. I mean, it's seven. First of all, you're not. It's not just one and done. Mm-hmm. You know, even though there's some like there's a little bit of excitement with oh my god, like if you don't win this one game, you know, your season is over, right? Mm-hmm. There is a bit of bit of excitement with that, but I think with the seven game series that the NBA have, it gives the teams the ability to make adjustments. One, mm-hmm. and the ability to like you never know who the next person that comes out. Like we've seen it in years. Like you know, all of a sudden, like freaking uh, uh, Mike Miller for the Miami Heat when they won the finals that year with a broken. He's playing with a broken back and hitting freaking threes. Yeah. You know, you like heroes, you never you hero of this game. Comes yeah, you head. never know what could happen. Yeah, you true. know, during your series, you know. So I think that more so drives it. You know, why people would rather watch the NBA Finals. And look, you get to a series where it's three three, and now Must it's Game TV. Seven. Yeah. Everyone's watching the Game Seven. Yeah, everyone's watching the Game Seven. You know? I so think. Um... Shout out to the NBA for doing better than NFL. I think, you know, to add on to that, I think one reason, a big reason, is the, you know, the current, like, uh, social injustice landscape we're living in. The NBA and the NFL can be further apart. The NFL actively tries to suppress people trying to express themselves, trying to kneel, trying to do anything like that. They shut everyone down. They're very much an old white man's club, and we all know that. You didn't watch it, did you? No, I haven't watched the Super Bowl in a couple of years. I stopped watching with the whole Kaepernick thing. I think a lot of people are starting to do that. There's this taint on the NFL for how they treat their players, whereas the NBA is doing everything they can to push Black Lives Matter, to push people's voices to help that. I think that's really starting to take – you're starting to see over the course of the last couple of years, it's really starting to take effect on both of them. And NBA is getting higher, NFL is going lower. I felt like the the way that the NFL is doing it, they are – putting it in my face and you know like i'm speaking as a black person they're they're putting it in my face but it's not genuine there's no authenticity yeah, to what I, they're doing i don't know what they're all. doing but if they're trying to do something that's at least good they're trying to make an effort but i'm yeah i'm sure it doesn't feel real because it doesn't feel real. it's probably not they're just doing it because you know people are and maybe that's because the players don't have a voice, you know, in the yeah. NFL, it doesn't feel like the players have a voice. Like in the NBA, we know, like, I'm going to hear from LeBron. Something okay. happens, I'm going to hear from LeBron, you know, and it, I guess it's not fair to put that weight on him, but 
No, but, but I know he's going to say something. Since we're going to go over something in a little bit, and I'm, I can tell you multiple people that have all comments on in the NBA, because that's what happens in the NBA is people have a voice, and they, they get express that. Whereas in the NFL, it's like they try to snuff that shit out as much as they can. Yeah. Just ass. Not good. Anyway, all right, what we got? Black History Month, or as we're now going to start calling 2021 Black History Year. Still going Black on. History on, Year. Still going yes. strong um, Do you have anyone? Or, um, or player I don't. I don't. You know what? I didn't click a player of the week. For, I do have uh, one. If you don't, today, but I yeah. You go ahead. I, I don't have one this week. I didn't prepare. That's fine. Um, that's why I'm here, man. You do the two you missed. I got you, man. I'll take the shot. There we go. Good put back. A shout out to Chris Paul. There's a few reasons why I'm, I'm shouting out Chris Paul. Number one, he's one of the baddest motherfuckers I've played the game. Number two, he's also very. Um, very smart individual. He's very. He's always speaking out uh, about racial issues, molesting. He's very active as an activist. I would say, um, for a bunch of different reasons. So NBA PA president. Yes, I was just gonna say. I think he is the president. Is he not? Um, I, I believe basketball so. player association. Um, yes, he's been a president since August of 2013. Man, seven plus years. Good for him, man. Um, very smart individual. I mean, trust that guy, man. Yeah, you, you you can tell he's a smart individual. Like he, you can just tell. Like I, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I've never spoken to the guy or like that, but I, you can just know Chris Paul's a very smart dude. So sp- specific reason I'm calling you out, Terrence. Very exciting. At some point this season, probably a couple of weeks actually, Chris Paul will cross the ten thousand assist mark. Okay, so that's not that's wildly impressive. Not only because ten thousand assists, Terrence, but five players only. Five players, Terrence, in NBA history have 10,000 assists, okay? So it's a big deal. I want you – you know, I, I want you to guess. I think – All right, I'm going to go with – Five, I think you can guess four of them. One of them's kind of strange. I don't think you'd get it, but, but let's see what you got. Stockton. Stockton's up there. Yeah, definitely. Kid. Jason Kidd, uh-huh. Nailed it. You're not reading uh, it off the list, are you? No, 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 no. no. Straight up the head. Um, you said five. So Stockton, yeah. Kid. That's two around the top five. I think, Jerry West? No, not Jerry West. I think there's a there's, think about like if you think of passing, who do you think of, man? Like who's like the player? Um, I mean Pete Maravich? No. Well, Pete Maravich. I don't even know where he is on this list. Uh damn. Um, um when I think of was, passing, I mean those are the three I think about. Oh, think, oh, Magic okay, Johnson. There you go, Magic Johnson. And there's one yeah. I think you should get. I'll I'll give you a clue. He has some Nets ties, but not as Nets a player. Ties, not as a player. Not as a player. Yeah, that's, you should be able to figure this one out. Uh, passing, get guys involved, fast-paced play. Nash? Yes, Stephen Nash. Huh. So, do you want to make one more guess for who the fifth person is? I don't think you'll get this. It's kind of random, but who's that? Mark Jackson. Oh, okay. I can see that though. So yeah, fifth place is fifth place is Magic Johnson, uh, who has the career he has the NBA record for most per game, eleven point two, which is insane. Um, Mark Jackson's fourth. I I find this part funny. So Mark Jackson is fourth, ten thousand three hundred and thirty-four. Number third, Steve Nash, ten thousand three hundred and thirty-five. So one more assist does old Steve Nash have over Mark Jackson. I think he was pissed oh, about Steve that. Steve just needs to come back for a game. Like, 
Well, no, Mark Jackson about to come back. He has Mark Jackson's one behind him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Come Jackson back, lace up, come dish back out to one game. What's funny though is Jason Kidd has twelve thousand ninety-one. So that's seventeen hundred more than Steve Nash. Jason and then, Kidd, it's and ridiculous. Then what's crazier? Even so far up the list, still doesn't even matter. John Stockton, fifteen thousand eight hundred and six. Tantas almost four thousand assists more than second place. I mean, he is light years ahead of anybody else. No one's coming close to that record. I think John Stockton literally got on the court and said, I'm just going to give it to you, Carl. Yeah. And it, you like, know what's funny, though? It wasn't even like, obviously, it. it's him and Carl Malone, but he was just a beast of a passer. Like, he just, he is a prototypical point guard. Like, he knew how to find guys and set them up, like, but better than anyone. Have you watched some of them highlights, though, like, of, mm-hmm. like, him and Malone? Yeah, they were man. doing, like, basic stuff, and he was, like, somehow squeezing the ball same in the middle the to get him but that's the thing freaking that's what i'm saying like you have, when you have a reliable guy like carl malone who's arguably the most reliable fucking scorer almost ever you just gotta find him the ball and, and john stockton was just an incredible passer man you know um anyway so chris ball will do that this season which is crazy really happy about that and i want to also give a quick little thing lebron james terrence so chris paul is seventh on the list right now LeBron is an eighth, Terrence. LeBron will not do it this year, probably next year. Here's what he's going to do, Terrence. And this, if you want to talk about who's better, MJ or LeBron, this is where this is a LeBron card. By next LeBron year, well, by next year, you know what LeBron can say? He'll be the only player who's even close to this. He'll have 10,000 assists and 10,000 rebounds, Terrence. He'll get that some point next year at almost the exact same time. That is impressive. This, I've, I've spent a lot of time disliking LeBron. And I'll, I'll, I'll admit why, right? When he first came into the league, obviously with the Cavs, you know, I remember my little brother being excited and like, yo, this is dude from high school, whatever. He's just came from high school and like all of this crazy stuff or whatever, like he's crazy good and everything like that. So I remember watching the Cavs and I'm like, oh, he's good. And then I remember... At some point, I was just like, I'm a little annoyed with him being so good. I don't know why. And I think it was because of the Jordan comparison. It's like a people resentment just, almost. Yeah, you don't yeah, want him to be as good as. Yeah, people yeah. kept trying to compare him to Jordan. Absolutely. And like everywhere he went, everything he did, it was just that Jordan comparison. And then I grew a little bit of a hate for LeBron. Yeah, and I'm I sorry, feel, LeBron, I because I, I, I shouldn't have done that because you're goddamn amazing. I shouldn't have done that. So I don't want to go. I don't want to dive into the debate of MJ crazy. and LeBron, but I do no, know you mean. You, you, there's something about like someone coming up and being like so good. You like don't want that to be the case. You're like, well, no, 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 no. This guy's amazing. You don't want someone to come and like supplant them anyway. You know, like it's yeah. But listen, man, t- there's no one even close, Terrence, to 10,000 rebounds and assists. Like not even anywhere close to that. But LeBron will do it unless he suffers, God forbid, a devastating career-ending injury. He'll do it at some point next year. That's insane, man. I mean, you God, can't. I hope not. The NBA needs LeBron. No, he won't. He won't. He's he, that one up. I mean, I don't know. It depends on – he legitimately – it depends on how long he plays. Might finish his career with 40,000 points, 10,000 boards, 10,000 assists. You know, so that's a lot of talk that's been happening, um, especially during this week, where we've seen him go into the uh, double overtime game with – uh, who was that against? Oh, he did. Yeah, yesterday, right? Um, so it was an OT game versus OKC. OKC, it was a yeah. Double OT game 
um, versus uh, I, I forget the team now. It's like right on top of my um, tongue. But anyway, the talk right now is how long can he do this? I mean, at 36, we're already to 37 seeing, years old. I would say we're already seeing a bit of a decline from him. Not much. It's not like he's playing poorly by any means. But he's, decline? He's, we're seeing a little bit, man. Like a little bit. He's definitely like he can still bring what? it. Like, listen, he can still bring it when he needs to. But he's I, I, you start to see a little a little bit. The edges are a little bit slipping, and it's, it's not a lot, Terrence, but it's a little bit. I don't see that. I don't know where you see that at. But uh, what I see is somebody that finally developed a way to do everything. He's having like he's, he's always he, LeBron has a jumper now or in steals. Defense LeBron definitely has we, a jumper now. We all know he doesn't really though. He just temporarily has a jumper. Like right now, okay, listen, this is what I'll say about is this game right now, right? Having a career low in steals, one steal a game, right? Not major, but we all know he even admits he takes defense off a little bit. Right? Not as fast as he used to be, of course. As he used to be, he's taking he needs in order to conserve energy, like because he has maybe yeah. long seasons. So he's yeah. low on that. 25 points a game is still great, but it is lower than his career average. You know, not a lot, but a few points down. It's where it starts to see his field goal percentage this year is and last year are just are like 49%, which is great. But this is a guy who was shooting like 54, 55% for years. These are small, small ticks, Terrence. Um, and he's shooting an amazing free ball this year. We'll see if it, I just think you're starting to see little bits of his game, and it, it's it's natural, man. Like MJ, I think the only reason not. he slows down is because he's um, had too much minutes. Well, yeah. I think that's the only only way we see him slow down. But as far as that, I'm looking at a LeBron that's just literally everything is easy right now. Yeah, it just looks still, it just looks easy. Still a beast. I will never take anything away. I'm just saying like. No one can go forever. Now, I don't know when he's going to retire. I, I think he's going to retire before he's not effective anymore. Like, I don't think we're going to see LeBron average like 14 points a game. Like, he's not going to get to that point. He's I'm hoping he stays until Bronny James gets there. I don't know why everyone wants to see that. Like, who gives a shit? I want to see. I want to see. I mean, I, I think LeBron cares about I mean, legacy. he cares. But it's yeah, just like, I who, think he who, cares. But it's like, who gives a shit? Like, it's just, it's just like, okay, so they played together. Sweet. Okay, move on. It I, doesn't mean anything. It, to him, absolutely. it does. Not us. I think it means I it, it means something to me. I think that's great to see a father and son be able to play in the NBA together. That's I mean, never been done before. Yeah, but that's it's never been done before. I mean, we can and, be the only sport to ever what? do this. When when Pau and and Marcus All started in the All Star game a few years ago, they were the first brothers to ever start, and it was like, oh, that's cool. Absolutely. And then you just you move on because it's just like, oh, it's a little. Flip yeah, game. but it, but it's something to be said about having like a place of history. He has yeah. a lot of plays in history. Dude, like that, unless he retires early, he's going to finish number one scorer of all time, Terrence. I mean, that's, you don't think that would mean something to him? Like, to him, have, yeah, like, like I said to him it will, yeah. I just don't think it matters in the grand scheme of things. It's a like, great thing to see, Joe. you got to admit it's that. Cool. It's cool. It's cool is what it is. I just – I don't know. It's cool. I don't think it's – I think, I think this is cool. Like, I don't know what else. You want the there? guy to play ball with his son, man? I say it's cool, but it's it doesn't do anything else other than go, oh, that's neat. Like, what do you want me to tell you? Like, I don't know why. It, it's not like it pushes the game forward. And he, it's like, oh, cool. So his son plays with him. There you go. Bronny, if you're listening to this, we're looking forward to you coming to play with your dad. Bronny, if, you, Bronny, if, you're, if you're listening to this, 
God bless you because you, you know, it's the biggest shoe. You literally have the biggest shoes in the world to fill. So good luck. Anywho, Jeez, moving like on from that, uh, Chris Paul was our yeah. Chris Paul was our shout out with a side and went to LeBron. Um, so let's talk about the Nets, Terrence, as we always start off the show. Sorry about talking about. I want to talk about one thing in particular to start, Terrence. Let's talk about what I'm the NBA about. is against the Brooklyn Nets. We all know that they're against themselves, though. So that, <laughs> help. Um, that was my that was my Kanye West uh, George Bush moment. <laughs> yeah, that's how that was. <laughs> the NBA does not care about the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> um, that actually is kind of funny. Um, so what I'll say is what I'm impressed by. So I'm gonna talk about this last week. We didn't James Harden. I am actually really impressed with James Harden because James Harden came onto this team. You know, trade eight games in the season, he's traded. Listen, James Harden led the league in scoring last three seasons. Last season, he had just fucking 34 games, the year before that, 36. Okay, he's one of the best offensive players that ever played the game. When he came over, I was like, what's going to happen? Like, KD's getting his points, and so will Harden. I was like, well, I think Kyrie's going to be the odd man out. Like, what's going to happen? James Harden has deferred more than anyone else in sack. And 100%. Is to- and is, is very obviously willingly trying to be like i'll be the playmaker i'll run it is beautiful and and i am not even like i'm gonna score i'm still gonna probably average like 20 something a game but right now he's averaging like 24 terrence it's 10 points less beautiful i know i love beautiful to see it i'm more impressed with him than anyone on the team right now he can average a triple double he's close to it already he's close to it he he will he can average a triple double and but it the way he's doing it is it, it looks more efficient it's like, okay, we're not seeing yes. James yes. force his shot. We're not seeing him force an issue. Mm-hmm. He's a couple of turnovers, but obviously, you know, you can he's, he's still he's figuring been, out. He's been getting people. turnovers more into control as he's, he's playing with the Nets. It's getting the last, yeah, the last few games, he's, you know, limited the turnovers and stuff like that. So we're seeing him, you know, get better at it. But more so, I think we forgot he can assist. Well, that's, but that's the thing, right? Like he's, I, I love James Harden as a, a, a playmaker. Like he's a fantastic, like he can run the offense and he's done that in Houston for years, but the last couple of seasons, he's been like the offensive load is so heavy on him that he's like not able to do it as much. I think he, I do think he came over in this trade and was like, look, I dominate on the offensive end. I have multiple scoring titles and it was cool. But when he got the furthest, um, when, 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 when the Rockets came one game away from the NBA Finals, he only averaged 30 points a game that season. He It wasn't when he averaged 36, 34 points when he was getting close to the Finals. So I think he probably realizes, you know what, as cool as it is to score like that, it ain't leading me to any championships. Like I need – if I run this offense, that's what this team needs right now. Got to be honest, man, I'm just, I'm just supremely – I mean, guess what? James Harden he's averaging lead. more assists this year than he's ever, ever averaged yeah. he, entire career. He 11.8 assists, he, basically 12 assists. Yeah. He, he will averaging. lead the league in assists this season, guaranteed. Takes the bank. But here's the thing, Terrence. What, what he's averaging almost 12 assists. He's averaging 3.9 turnovers, which is the fewest he's averaged since his second season in Houston back in 2013, 2014. Yeah. Like, it started off, he had a lot of turnovers, but he's, been, he's really stepped into, like, I'm a point guard. Role, but do you okay so now i i do have okay. to ask this question now do we think that this james is good for the team yeah yeah he is he's not the problem on the team on the honor i mean he's leading us in rebounds Terry. he has an 8.1 rebound that's the best in the team yeah and he's a 6'5 i mean guard. we have no freaking 
big man that wants to. DeAndre Jordan, what the hell are you doing? On a, on a side note, Terrence, Norvell Pell played his first game for us. Oh, I like him. Um, I so I didn't I didn't watch the game. Good. I didn't want I didn't watch the game, but I did see the stats, and I was like, you know what? It's pretty good, man. I I watched the game, and as I, the energy, like you know, That's you can't you can't see mean, the energy bro. from the stats, but watching the game, I was watching him, and I was like, okay, he got on the floor and immediately brung energy, and was like, yeah. I'm going after every ball that yes. goes up. I don't care if it's a goal ten. So what? If you I'm go going back, after it. If you go back like two weeks ago to the show we did, I guess show one, whatever it was, I said that. I said, I hope this kid comes in and is hungry to gobble up every fucking rebound and just block shots. That's what we need. In his, in his debut, he only played 17 minutes, right? He went one to four for only two points. It looks like shit, but... So and, he, and he fouled out. But five, so five rebounds, three blocks. That we go. is what you need. So all he has to do, limit your, limit your fouls. Obviously, when you foul out in 17 minutes, Limit that a little bit, man. Just and be that energy guy, like you said, man. Every fucking rebound. We need love, at least two more rebounds out of you because if we're getting seven First from game. you, First you game. know, yeah. If we get seven from you and we get, you know, seven from DeAndre, we got fourteen there. You uh, know, listen, man, like I think, I think if he can, if he can, if he can impress Nash, you know, come in and just gobble, get like ten off the bench. You might see him playing like good minutes, man. Like when we when we need it, like he'll be the guy to go to. Because DeAndre used to be that guy. He was like a year ago. But, you know, this season anymore. It, listen, all you need to do, he didn't even need a block shot. I need him gobbling up rebounds more than anything. So hopefully he gets some more minutes. Um, no, we need also block shots too. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, like, I want, I, yeah, I know. But and that's, he's already doing that. There's only one game. We'll see what happens. Um, we also shine, signed him on Shumpert, which I'm not sure how I feel. I mean, I, don't know. I like it. I like the move. Good like defender. It's obviously for defense. I don't know if he's really – I don't know if he's really, like, as good as we need him to be. But we'll see. I mean, he, he'll be hungry. I'll tell you that much. Right. You know, you know he, one, he's a champion already. So, we true. know he's been to the promised land. So, we, mm. we, we can count on him to do his job. You need guys that are going to come in and have no problem with doing their job. You know, I don't think and he will do the starting on that. Like right, exactly. He has no so problem doing that. That's that's why you bring him in. You know, like all of a sudden, uh, freaking Shamit woke up one game. You know, I was like, okay. Yeah. After the trade, <laughs> he was like, all right, I can start playing good again. Um, yeah, he was. <laughs> and Terrence. to put me in that trade. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that. Like, it literally, Shamit might have had the worst start in NBA history. He played like dog shit. And since the trade for Harden, he he's still playing he's still not a playmaker any fast but he's at least hitting buckets he had like 22 right you, we the night. Hit like, your right. open shots is what we're looking Dude, if for you if he could come in here. and just shoot some threes all he could do nothing else i'd be fine with that just come in and drop a couple bombs um and i don't know if you saw this yesterday it broke the nets also signed noah vonley noah so, vonley so that's our all that. three spots Noah vonley hasn't played much um, but apparently, I mean, in, in the minutes he's gotten in the NBA, he seems like a good rebounder. Not so much a defender as much as just a good rebounder, but, you know. Who's his last team? OKC, right? Um, he played last season. He played 29 games with the Timberwolves and then, like, seven with the Nuggets. So he didn't really play much. Oh, but in t- the year before 2018-2019, he played for the Knicks. And that was when he played 25 minutes a game. 
8.4 points, 7.8 rebounds. It's not bad. All right. I, I think so, he's more uh, insurance in case like normal Paul doesn't work right. out or it's just good to have someone who can at least be a rebounder. I, I see, I see where they're going. I still with think it. I still think we should have gone. Well, we just can't make any like, like Nerlens Noel we talked about. I would have loved Nerlens Noel, but we would need to Nerlens. give something up, which we don't have. You know, you gotta get some money on the open market, and you know, obviously that's what we did. Um it would have been great to get somebody on a buyout, though. Well, listen, it's not too late for that because these three guys we just signed, I think they're all under like non-guaranteed contracts. So I, I definitely think we're going to see how they work out. And then when, when that buyout market gets, you, you better believe Sean Mark's going to be all over it. Right. And that, that's what I'm looking for. Like, I understand these moves. I, you know, we get what they're about or whatever, but I'm really looking for, what happens during the trade deadline, you know, during the all-star break. People say P.J. Tucker like will that. probably be available. I mean, I think they will. I don't think the Rockets are going anywhere. I, dude, I would sign P.J. Tucker as soon as he's available. I think you if if we make a move to get P.J. Tucker, I think they're going to buy him out. I do think they're going to buy him out. Then, we'll I would, then I would say we can compete with the Lakers. Because as it stands, I don't think we can. No, I don't either. <laughs> right. We're just playing like such dog shit. I can't stand watching this. But then I would I can't say even watch we can't them anymore. Have, Terrence, I, I've turned. I had to turn the last game off. The last game I had to turn off. Yeah, me too. No, I didn't watch. I didn't no. watch Sixers. I was like, why bother? No, Katie. No, Kyrie. But honestly, know, man, like I, I turned off. I've turned sloppy. off more. I've put on and turned off more games this season than I did when we won twenty games. Because it's just like, oh, hey, these are some of the best players in the league. Watch them not try. Great. When we went 20 games, at least we were trying. We may have been shit, but at least we were trying. It's just frustrating, man. It's just frustrating. Can we speak about how the NBA made no sense by taking out Katie? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I guess for those of you who don't know, Kevin Durant was not, right before tip-off, wasn't cleared to play because contact tracing said he came into contact with somebody. Then he came in halfway through the first quarter because – they said that the person who was, who had contact tracing, was tested negative. Was tested negative. Tested negative. Kevin, Kevin Durant says negative. So he comes off the bench, which I just don't like. It's the first time in his career, and I don't like. I don't like that that exists. So he plays for like the rest of the first quarter, a little bit in the second quarter. Nineteen he, minutes total. I think it was the third quarter. There's a foul call. We were they, we challenge blah blah. Katie gets told he can't play. So they pull him back out of the game. It's like, okay, well, what the fuck was the point of that? And, and then now he's not playing for the next week. He's eligible to play, I think, Friday or Saturday. Right. Like, I don't understand. So the person tested negative or they didn't like, – if they tested negative, what are we doing? He's, he's tested negative every time. So if the other He's person, tested negative. The person's tested negative. So what are we doing? You've said this And more importantly, already. why, why – if, if we were keeping him out, why do we let him in? And then if he's in, isn't everyone on that court now susceptible? Right, exactly. We, why did we not postpone games now? Why did why what is before, going, Adam Silver? What are you Terrence, doing? Before he checked in, I did I not text you. I was like, we shouldn't even be playing it. Like, just, just give him, let him the, let him have the, the game off or whatever. And now he has missed fucking four games instead. Yeah. It's but weird, it's man. Second, but he would have still, according to the NBA, he still would have missed the four games. It didn't matter whether he played or not. Yeah, and I'd rather him not even play because what was the point? Like, it, I don't know. You know what I will say, Terrence? As much as I don't like these missing games, it's probably for the best because. He we're playing with heavy minutes, so this is now the second week he'll have off. It's kind of nice actually for him to. I feel more confident he won't get injured again because he's resting all these days in between. Yeah, and then we got the you know 
Magic All-Star game coming up in a couple of weeks, Terrence, or whatever, was, which is another Terrence, idiotic was, move. That was going to be my next question. So it's announced on March 7th, about a month from now, All-Star game will be held in Atlanta. Uh, it's in Atlanta. Be just, be just, just, just the All-Star game, and I think they said skills challenge. Nothing else. One day. So my question to you, Terrence, is what are your thoughts on the All-Star game? I hate it. I hate it. I, I think it's stupid. I think it's unfair to teams like the Lakers and Miami, you know, I mean, even though Miami probably won't have any all-stars this year, you know, but mm, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But, but still, you know, like these guys played in the finals, they had freaking 70 days off or something like that. You know, LeBron's going to be in there and he's already said, look, I have no energy for this. I don't want to do this. Right. I think at some point you have to respect that. Like, Hey, you know what? Pandemic year, maybe this all-star game isn't that important this year. You know, and we get why it's happening. It's for the money, right? We're going to lose a ton right. of sponsorship dollars on the business end. We have contractual obligations. We do have contractual obligations. But there's also that thing that natural disasters and causes that are in a lot of contracts, which I'm pretty sure the NBA lawyers are smart enough to have put those clauses in there. Like, you know, because... There are teams that are in Oklahoma where there were a ton of tornadoes that you had to postpone game. There's a global pandemic happening right now. You don't need to go to Atlanta to play a goddamn all-star game. It's unnecessary. You know what I mean? It, it, it's completely unnecessary. I think the NBA, this is the first time I can say the NBA messed up in their decision-making handling this pandemic. Everything yeah. else has been pretty on point with it. This right. is the first time I can say that they, 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 they look dumb now. Okay. Yeah, so I, I do agree. It, obviously, for money, and I don't, I do find it a little strange because when they announced they're splitting the season, kind of like we're show the first half and then we'll play second half. They specifically said no All Star game. So I guess I don't. And they're still doing All Star voting, so it's not like it really affects anyone's contracts. Like they were going to do All Star voting regardless to name All Stars. So I understand they're losing money, but it is kind of like I don't know. Like you guys did have this plan out to do it. And having it in Atlanta, it's like, why? Like, why would you go to a where they could where care less? Rampant, like if you, they don't give a yeah, shit. Yeah, they could care less about like if, if, if they did it in like the pandemic, they did it in yeah, like Boston or like Barclays Center. I'd be like, well, at least there's something more reasonable. But like, right, all the places, very strict rules, and you yeah. know, like it's gonna be held. Atlanta, to like the highest Atlanta has uh, people in their stadium for games, so it's like, yeah. what are we doing? And I think, and, and that alone tells you it's a money play. Well, we are, I know it's money, but it's yeah, it is a weird move. I, I do agree that NBA normally makes the right decisions. I don't think they made the best decision. So, in keeping is it with that? Um, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, Darren Fox, a lot of people uh, have all called this out as a bad move, um, and they're not excited about it. They're pissed, and rightfully so. It's like you said, man. Not a lot of time between seasons, and it's just putting we're putting these players at risk for no reason like the all-star game is fun that's what it is it's not important it's just it's fun and we have to miss one hey it's one we miss one all-star game okay you'll still be named all-stars it's fine it's 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 at the point where it's like what happens if your star players because everybody that's in the all-star game are all-stars what happens if your star players now come back with positive tests or something like that Uh Yeah. Now you're jeopardizing the league because the freaking Kawhi, LeBron, a lot of people uh, other than these players, man. A lot of people takes to do an all star game, even a small one where it's just the game. Like 
got to have a lot of personnel, got to have a lot of trainers, got a lot of like, coaches. Like Now you're risking – you're risking the league now. You mm-hmm. know, like it's it's – it's not okay. It looks it, speaking, it looks real stupid on our part. Speaking of Chris Paul, man, Chris Paul, the player association agreed to this, so he had to have agreed to this. Which I surprises me. I just, I just, right, which is why I just can't understand why it just I mean, doesn't make really... sense. It, it, it had to be something within their union contracts that benefited them, because obviously we know Chris Paul is not going to do anything that doesn't benefit the players. Yeah. So it, it had to be something in the union contract that benefited the players in some form or fashion. It is surprising, man. Like, I don't know what else to say. Like, I, I love the All-Star game every year. I would have been fine not having one. All We talked about this, I think, last week. All I wanted was All-Stars to be named, and they were doing that regardless. So, was like, that's all we need. These guys deserve to be recognized for their contribution, but now we're going to have them go out there and play an exhibition game? You know, like <laughs> – just, just, that's we're literally in, in a situation where we're trying to have them travel as little as possible and they go to a city like they go to florida they try to play you know both teams maybe even more than once try to figure all these ways to do that but no let's fly everyone to atlanta to have a, an exhibition game let's go to atlanta where they believe mass don't make a difference more than any more than any state in the country i think is atlanta is the worst <laughs> or in atlanta georgia is the worst Jeez. so yeah not not a great look um but what can you do? Um, so yeah, that's not great. Um, you know, you know what I when I was watching uh, the Toronto game, you know what I I realized I thought about Kyle Lowry over the last like two seasons, three seasons. What's up with him? He is annoying as fuck. Because as he's gotten as he's gotten older, Terrence, and he's no longer I mean, he's still a great player, but as he's losing a bit of his athleticism. He's losing, he's deferring to uh, constantly uh, getting the right calls. So he's constantly getting uh, charges called. He's constantly get, like, all he does is flop now. Like he's, I, I remember when I watched the post last year's postseason, the, the, the Toronto against the Celtics, it's all he was doing. And it's just fucking annoying to watch him. Like, I mean, I he's think helping he his team, feels, but it's like fucking yeah, annoying to watch. I think he feels like he figured it out, like how to, you know, get the yeah, charge. And I think point he feels like he figured it out. But yeah, it's it's looking a little bit like, come on, man! Like you like, almost expect it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he, he is helping the Raptors at the end of the day, and so I understand why he's doing it. You know, it's not like it's actually a bad tactic, but it doesn't mean it's not annoying to watch when you're not a Raptors fan. <laughs> it's just like, dude, come on! Like every, we were watching, like he, he's a great player, he's still playing at a high level, but it's like, Jesus, dude! Come on, Kyle Lowry! <laughs> come on, Lowry! Get it together, man! Um, Stance, what I want to talk to you about is uh, the Hall of Fame eligibility, right? So what do you think it takes? What would you say, like, for someone to be considered a Hall of Famer? What do they have to have? Like, is there any specific... Criteria? Yeah, what would you... Qualifications? Um, I mean, geez, that's actually a good one. A lot of people always wonder this, like, if they deserve to be in the Hall or not. And it's like... I don't know. Like, there's there's no stat line, I think, that represents it, but there is... Yeah, I can't even... I can't even say, like points and stuff matter so this I is guess more, impact is more so but impact yes I, I, I yeah you know like the impact you had on the team and the rest of the league possibly you know like where like Vince Carter you know Vince Carter had an impact so on you, the league you think um he's a hall of famer 100 percent 
Okay. So this, this is what I look at where I'm looking at, like, I'm trying to think of like who uh, might be eligible soon or, or as their careers. So where is um, it's Tony Parker, right? Now, when you look at this, like what he's done in his career, right? So he has four NBA championships in five appearances. It's finals MVP in one of them. Six all-star games. Maybe mm-hmm. all-NBA second team three times. All-NBA third team once. That's it, right? So it's not overly extensive, but I think when you're a foreign player, it helps. But I think going to the finals five times, I mean, starting point on five NBA finals teams, winning four and being an NBA finals MVP, it's pretty legit. And You just reminded me there's a Tony Parker doc on Netflix. Is there? Yeah, yeah, I didn't get around Watch to watching that. it, but yeah, but there's a there's a Tony Parker doc on Netflix. Kobe's in it. It's one of his uh final uh like interviews he's done. I'd watch that. Uh, yeah. Would you say Tony Parker is a Hall of Famer? Um, how many how many rings? Three, four in five four rings. Like five final appearances, four wins. Four out of five. And he was Finals MVP in two thousand seven when they won. Yeah. Yeah, Tony Parker's an MVP. Him, Ginobili, Duncan. Right. So I, I think, that trio. I think yeah. it's like it's like you said. I think it's about impact more than just stats. Like individually, it doesn't look amazing. I mean, you know, four All NBA teams, six All Star appearances. But I don't know if you're a starting point guard on, on, you know, five final appearances. I mean, that's a big deal, you know. And winning four of them. I mean, it's hard to argue with like a winner like that, right? Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, it takes a lot to get to the goddamn finals. You yeah. know, and then beating a team four times in a in a row or just four times in general, you know, yeah. you got to do that. They're not handing that to you. So, okay, what about Joe Johnson? Joe Johnson's so impact was. Let me go over his little thing. So, so listen. So, there's so twenty thousand points scored is like one of those things where like almost everybody who has twenty thousand points is a Hall of Famer outside of like a couple of guys. Mm-hmm. Joe Johnson has 20,405. Okay. Mm-hmm. He has seven all star appearances and he made the only third team once. That's it. Never made any more other all NBA teams postseason wise. Never got out of the second round. Never. Yeah. Ever. Well, technically, well, his last season with he played Houston, he technically did get to the conference finals that year. However, he only played eight games in that postseason, averaging seven minutes a game. So I don't think that counts. Um, but yeah, see, I looked at a guy like him, and I'm like, great career, but was kind of underachieved, man. Like, all those years he was the Hawks, never got past that second round. You know, didn't really make any major success. You know, was, was a great player, but was never, like, a perennial, like, all-NBA, like, top 15 player. You know? And then we're saying, like, does he deserve Hall of Fame consideration? Yeah, I mean, would you put him in the Hall of Fame? Joe Johnson, a Hall of Fame. Like, he's one of the best to ever do it. I think he is. Wow. I think I his disagree. run. I, disagree. I think his run in Atlanta is they what. But they, the, the, those, those Hawks that he was with were like underachievers. They had a great team every year and they never were able to do anything with it. Like him yeah. and Josh Smith and, um, you know, some of those I think guys. That run, I think that run was just memorable, though. You know, I would he be like he's not going to the Hall of Fame his first time up. Like don't get me wrong, like yeah, he, he's he's not going to the Hall of Fame his first time up. But I think when you start to look at the players 
across the league during his era and what was going on, I, you you gotta give it to him. I mean, hmm. you can you can compare that to the similar to to a Tracy McGrady career, right? Mm, but T Mac was a beast. Like for not, I think what holds Tracy McGrady back. I mean, he made the Hall of Fame eventually, but I he, think what, yeah, I was about to say he's an all. But I think what held him back a little bit, like what people weren't sure if he deserved it, because he wasn't first ballot. It took him a few tries. I think was that he was a beast, but for not that long. You know, like he was really good for like six or seven years, whereas most Hall of Famers are really good for like 10, 12 years. Who, in terms of uh, T-Mac or, or uh Well, I mean, I think Johnson. Tracy McGrady. Yeah, T-Mac was like, there was like a six, seven year period where he was like fantastic, but then he got injured and was there. All right, so good. T-Mac retired with 18,000 points. It's good. All right. Um, so Joe has more. Um mm-hmm. T Mac, seven All Star games. Same as Joe. Right. Um, two NBA uh, first team, three oh. NBA second team, two NBA third team. A lot more, man. That's what, how is that? Seven, seven All NBA teams, two first teams. Joe Dawson only had a single third team. Two NBA scoring champs. It's mm, a big one. Um, most improved player award. I didn't even know he got that one. Yeah. yeah, cause he wasn't playing much when he first was in. Yeah, two thousand one, most improved player. Yeah. Um, so if we're really looking, I mean, are we saying like the thing that separates them is the um, All NBA teams? I think it, it, two NBA first teams are the ones that we're at, actually, you know, counting. The second team and third team is like okay, no, like you're I, in the I second think, and third tier. I think all of that matters. I think like like Joe Johnson has a single one team in the third team. He barely made it out, whereas. T-Mac has seven total, two first team. And that means he was – if you make the first team, I mean, they're saying you're a top five player that year, essentially. You're one of the top five players in the league. You know? I yeah, mean, 15, his, yeah. I mean, seven times he was top 15 players, essentially, whereas Joe Johnson won. And I don't think it's as simple as just that. I think those definitely count for him. But it's hard, man, because I think he had a huge impact on the game, but he had less postseason success than Joe Johnson. He never made it out of the first round. T-Mac didn't make it out of the second round either. First round, Terrence. He never made it out of the first round. T-Mac, T-Mac never uh, – right, first round. So – That's I what I'm mean, saying. So, the, the, I, I think when you look at them, they're, they're similar in a lot of ways. Very similar, right. Like, I would say T-Mac, man, like, I don't know. He let's, if, No, if, you're going to give T-Mac the leg up. I'm, I'm definitely well, well, saying well, you give T-Mac the leg I think up. With, I think with Tracy McGrady, like, had he had, like, three, three more years of being as good as he was in those prime years, because he, he got injured and he fell off pretty quick – I think it'd been different because if when you're good for like a 10 year period, like Paul Pierce was like a, a perennial all-star for like a decade, if not more, that, that is like a, a it, it's an impact. Whereas Tracy McGrady was like a six, seven year period where he was like really, really good. I think if you could have done that for a little bit more, it, it would have been bigger. And I think, I think, yeah, never getting past the first round does. Re- I think that, that's what really holds him back. That's, that's rough. Not even like a second round knockout, like a, First round every time. That's rough. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's tough to go to that career, but um, but he was even so. Tracy McGrady, you got it. Yeah, I think a beast. Like, Joe Johnson was never as good as Team. I think as a player, like Tracy McGrady was better. He was a what? better all around player. Like you don't think so? Don't... I Joe, Joe Johnson was a great player. He was, but like I don't know, was he that good? Like, like you know, Tracy McGrady, two thousand three. 32.1 points, 6.5 rebounds, 5.5 assists, 1.7 steals. 
That's that's a stat line right there, dude. I mean, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> but I'm trusting Joe in the last two minutes probably over T Mac during their prime. I would take that as well. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm, right. That's that's another so, thing about like, like um clutchness. Like 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 clutchness is something that like when Damian Lillard's on the on the Hall of Fame ballot. That's something to talk about. David Lillard's a clutch player. He's always been a clutch player. I would trust right. him in the final shot. Not, not everyone has that. So that that's another, you know, freaking uh, feather on a hat mm-hmm. for Joe. Okay. It, it's, you know what, Terrence? This is, I like this a lot. This is actually a really good argument because Tracy McGrady's made the Hall of Fame. Joe Johnson isn't eligible yet. But their careers, it was like, I think Tracy McGrady was a better player overall than Joe Johnson. I think, you know, obviously his, his uh, awards show that. But then you have well, Joe Johnson never made it past the second round. Well, T Mac never made it past the first. So th- this is an interesting, this is an interesting, uh, this is an interesting debate right here. I like this. I think when it's, I think when it is said and done, I think Joe will make it to the Hall of Fame. I think we'll he, see. I think he will make it to the Hall of Fame. You know, if I had a vote, I definitely would give him my vote. Um, you know, what, obviously, though, like I said, not first ballot. I don't. I I just I just think that there are going to be other players more deserving. First ballot, but I think he's gonna make it. But you know what's crazy though, man? You know who has been eligible for the last what, like four years, three years, hasn't made it? I'm like Ben Wallace. I mean, Ben Wallace doesn't deserve to be. Whoa, wait, game. what? Yes, I'm saying, man. Like it is kind of like Ben Wallace. Oh, let, let me look at. Let me show you his stat line, okay? NBA championship, big deal, okay? Uh, four, Terrence, an NBA record, four Defensive Player of the Years. He did it in four and five years. Four All Star appearances, second team three times, third team twice, All Defensive first team five times, Defense second team once, led the league in rebounds twice, led the league in blocks one year. Not a score, but was a beast on the defensive end. Ben Wallace deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. That's what I'm what saying. That? That's what the hell are they doing? That's what I'm saying. This this is what I mean. Like, I would put Ben Wallace in the Hall of Fame over Tracy McGrady, probably. Like if it came down to one of them, I'd probably say him because I think Ben Wallace. One has a ring. Yeah. One the ring outweighs and, and pretty ben, much everything ben else. Wallace was conference finals in 2003, champion in 2004, finals again in 2005, uh, conference finals in 2006. Like he did a lot more postseason success, man. And I think what holds him back is his scoring. Like he never even averaged 10 points a game. So that does hold him back a little bit, but. Yeah, but that wasn't what he was known for. I mean, yeah, but I, what, I what did Dennis it, average? You know, as far as points, like we know no, he was Dennis similar. Rodman. He was similar, but but what I'll say last last week we talked about Rudy Gobert, and you said you think he should make a better, bigger jump and be more of a scorer. And I was already he's already rebounding and shot blocking, just like uh, Ben Wallace was. But you said, oh, he, in order to make a jump, he's be a scorer. I, I said the same thing. I said, well, he's not much of a scorer. I said the he's team, a, like in order he's for he's a them. better scorer than than Ben. Ben Wallace career high is nine point seven points. You know, last season, you know, Gobert averaged like fourteen. So he, um, Rudy Gobert, needs to help his team more by scoring more. I, as far as like his own stat line and his own career, like no, he probably doesn't need to do that. But in order for him to have a more of an impact on his team and, and to help that team get over the hump, he needs to score more. Okay, okay. That, that's you got he, he needs to score more. You know, I don't, I don't think this is a, it, it's a selfish thing with Rudy, and he probably doesn't look at it that way 
you know, either, which is probably why he's content with being that, how, how he is. But you look at somebody like Joel Embiid, who's not content with like, oh, no, I'm, you're going to give me the ball. You're going right. to give me the ball. I'm going to dominate this game. Like, I'm going to do this or whatever. Yeah, we know Ben Simmons is a point guard. We know this is a point guard driven league or whatever. I don't care. I'm going to take over this game. That mentality is what helps teams get under the over the hump. And we know, you know, Philly, best uh best record in the um East right history. now. You know, do we think that's gonna last? No. no. But I love what I'm seeing from Joel Embiid. Yeah, he's I'll tell you that much. I'll say I, that. I love what I'm seeing from him. And I'm, what I'm seeing is somebody that's literally like, this is my team. And I'm going to carry us to wherever the hell we go. We're going to win or lose through me. Right. Forget all the freaking Ben Simmons talk. We're going to die or live by me. And I, I I, like that, you know. And that's a Doc Rivers thing, you know. We know that came from Doc. Yeah. We know that came from Doc. So, okay, one last one then. What about Dwight Howard? Is Dwight Howard a Hall of Famer? Oof. Now, Dwight Howard, this is his – okay, so he's an NBA Dwight, champion. He's Dwight an NBA champion his magic as of last, days. As, he's an NBA champion as of last year. He did bring the magic to the finals, but he yeah, was the best magic player. Days. 2009, conference finals, 2017 with Houston. Eight all-star appearances. Yeah, Ray Lewis on that team? Who? Dwight, yeah, Ray Lewis. On what was, team? Was the, the magic? Uh, yeah, Ray Lewis, uh, Rashard Lewis. Uh let me see. Jameer Nelson, Dwight Howard. Nelson, um, Dwight Howard, Courtney Lee, Rashad Lewis. Yeah, Rashad Lewis. Ty, Ty Lewis yeah. on the team as well. Huh. Oh. Yeah, Rashad Lewis. Redick, but I don't think J.J. Reddick played many minutes that year. Um, I don't know. The, that, that, that magic, but listen, Dwight Howard. But listen, listen to Dwight Howard. So eight all-star appearances. All NBA first team five times, second team once, third team twice, so nine all NBA teams, three time defensive player of the year, man. And then four all defensive first teams. Led the league in rebounding five times, blocks twice. It's a good, it's a good resume, man. Mm. It's hard because he was so good when he first came in the league in the second half of his career. His his yeah, his his slope is yeah. what really, you know. Going to and, he did it to himself a little bit, and then the league started to yeah. while he started to like screw himself over at the same time. Now, people going don't to like Atlanta Lakers Wizards. Like he, he just want to be in all over like a marathon man. Yeah, he became a journeyman at towards the end there. Yeah, a lot so. of teams in the last like five six years. Um, real, real tough. Yeah, I think uh, I think Dwight Howard will though. He had a fantastic career. Like it was, too, I think it was so good that first half. You have to give it to him. I I could see that though. I would like. Don't get me wrong. Like, I wouldn't be mad at it. I wouldn't be like, oh, well, how the hell did Dwight Howard get it? You know, like I wouldn't look at it like that. Defensive player of the year. It's hard to argue with someone like that. Like I don't know. Like a defensive player of the year should get more love than it does. Well, defense is not the prettiest thing, you know. Yeah, but that, really... I know, I know it's not. That's that's why I think we have defensive player of the year and not offensive player of the year as well. Because like defensive player of the year rarely like the defense is. Well, that's just scoring team. champ. Yeah, but that's not the same. I mean, it is a little bit, but I don't know. We, we I don't know. I think 
I think defensive, like, like I don't know, Dwight Howard should get, I think he should get a uh, Hall of Fame career. Okay. Well, you know who is going to get a scoring championship soon? Who? LaMelo! So let's let's rewind, Terrence, to last week's episode. Uh, your prediction of that he'll get a triple-double that first game uh, did okay. not happen. Didn't happen. <laughs> do you have – w. Terrence, do you, do you have your notes for the games we predicted? I do have the notes from the games we did. did. So it was, it was uh, Tuesday we talked or That we... was last week, Tuesday. That was the first, February 1st So games. Monday, okay. So yep. really quick, so in an overtime game in his first start, LaMelo went 3 of 11, 14 points, 5 boards, 7 assists. To be honest, he plays worse as a starter. A lot of his games have been like eh, 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 eh. That was his first start. Well, yeah, but he's since doing then, he's a whole lot better. He's playing better off the bench, but he's, we'll he's, he's doing better. We'll see. I'm not saying he's All bad. Right. I'm just, we'll see. Let's see. All right, Terrence, so we'll, going to get it. What were the uh... – All right, so for – Game one, we had Lakers versus Hawks. We both took Lakers. And Lakers won. And that. All right. We had uh, Hornets versus Heat. You took the Heat. I took Hornets. You got me, man. All right. Uh, Cavs versus the Wolves. We both took the Cavs, and we both won with that. Got that one. All right. All right. Knicks versus Bulls. You took the Bulls. I took the Knicks. Bulls had that that game. There we go. All right. Blazers versus Bucks. You took took the Bucks. I took the Blazers. Nice. Bucks had that game. Nice. Uh, Pelicans versus Kings. We both were wrong with that one. As the Kings. Game. Yep. Kings <sighs> took that one out. All right. Rockets versus OKC. We both took Rockets. Rockets nice. won that game. Nice. Suns versus Mavericks. We both took uh, – oh, wait. Yeah. Suns versus Mavericks. You took Mavs. I took <sighs> Phoenix. Yeah, Phoenix got that game. Grizzlies versus Spurs. You took the Grizzlies. I took the Spurs. You nice. took that one. And then and the Pistons the... Nuggets got uh, postponed. Postponed. Yep. So what's the final tally for the week for week one of this? Um, I actually didn't tally it up. I just rolled no, it. There we go. We'll say Steph Curry is after a slow start to the season has blossomed. The <laughs> Steph is Steph playing like he's trying to prove a point. I think he's playing like he wants to play because he missed almost the entirety of last year. I, Steph is playing like really well. He's trying to prove something. No, but I think this is the first time we've seen Steph since all this went down. Where he's he doesn't have Clay, he doesn't have Draymond even playing that well. He doesn't have KD, so he kind of has to be this like bigger scorer. You know, he's second in the league in scoring right now. Well, he's tied with KD. Yeah, and Steph, like what I'm seeing from Steph Curry, I'm I'm looking at a dude that's like. I, I'm trying to show y'all that I can I, carry I, a team. I don't think that's what it is, man. I think – I mean, maybe that's what it is. I think it's more like he has to play. Like, Kelly Oubre has only just recently started to, like, kind of find his footing a little bit. Um, you know, Wiggins is weak, as we all knew. And Draymond can't score if he was on the court by himself. So, I think he's a kind of has to do it. So, that's what I think. He's doing good. I'll, I'll definitely take that. He's he's doing good. He's There's enjoyable a, to see. And it was a slow game start last night. They lost, but uh, it was it was it was a fun game to watch, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Warriors are just unfortunately just kind of a middle of the road team right now. I I said they kind of would be, and they kind of have been. Like Steph Curry is great, and the the supporting cast is just not as reliable as they would want. 
So, um, did you have a tally? Um, no, man. I'm just still doing it. I we thought you had, that's, that's what I was talking about. I, thought I was trying to get Yeah, well, you didn't stall. Okay, enough. I did 14 minutes for you to count <laughs> we out were, a few things. We're like, actually we're, we're having a conversation. Did, like, you know, so. did you know there's a British politician <laughs> named Ben Wallace? What? That doesn't make sense. There he is, yeah. He does not look like the Ben Wallace we know. Probably gets um, that a lot. <laughs> show he, me your ring. Show me your thief. Ben Wallace is British. He's, show me your ring. Leave me alone. I'm not that Ben Wallace. Oh, man. Yeah, Dirk Nowitzki, sixth all-time scoring. That's pretty legit. You know, here's a real question, Terrence. Is Carmelo Anthony a Hall of Famer? That's a fucking question, man. You know that's a guarantee, right? Is it, though? Is you he – Is he? A, has right? he had a Hall of Fame career? Yes. He has only – The only person to ever win, what, three gold medals? Well, yeah, four medals, three of them are gold. That, that's not that's not i mean that's not really that's not hall of fame you don't get medals for the hall of fame for that but uh, in his, his postseason career he went to the conference finals 2009 the second round 2013 that's it he's never made past the first round outside of those two years elite score let's see he's got 10 all-star appearances all made second team twice third team four times led the league in scoring once yeah, but I think he also has 20, almost 27,000 points. So I think it's hard to argue with that. More piece of trivia. I like that. I like that from him. Camille is all right. 13th all time on scoring, and he's probably going to be top 10 before the season goes out. Okay. Mello, Mello's, Mello's always going to be good. Um. So who's. Uh, so it's your seven to my four. Nice. Nice. Um, last week. So you have a better All week right. this week then, Terrence? Eh, you know, it's always at the finish line, right? So, always see so let's see. What's, what's today? The ninth? So let's see, Terrence. Let's do our games really quick. Okay. First game, Nets-Pistons. I swear to God, Terrence, I'm going to pick the Nets. I swear to Christ, if they lose this fucking game – I, I'm going I'm to make this declaration right now on the show, Terrence. If the Nets lose tonight against the Pistons, I am not watching a Nets game for two full weeks. That's my prediction, Terrence. Take it to the bank. I don't, I don't think you're going to do that. But okay. I they better win. I don't think you're going to do that. <laughs> okay. So who, who are you um, I'm going to take the Nets as well in that one. I think <laughs> you're uh, going to say the Pistons. Gonna go, oh, no, no, no. Right after that, uh, you know, trade for Dennis Smith Jr. and everything like that. I oh, think we never got to talk about that. We didn't talk about that. What they want to do. Good so. trade for the Pistons. I like Derrick Rose. They're not going anywhere. I mean, the Knicks are at least doing a little better. And I think Dennis Smith Jr., way too talented to just be doing nothing. Like, he has more yeah. talent than not playing. Yeah, and the he Pistons, even asked to go to the G League to play. He was like, "I'll play anywhere." Well, I would too. I mean, are the Pistons do who's do even have a point guard? They probably don't. I don't think, right? Like a good point guard. Uh, it's Smith, right? Yeah, but come on, Smith's not there. It's who's Smith, leading them in assists? Delon, okay. right? Yeah, I think he's probably gonna be like their star point guard. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Knicks Heat. I'm going to give it to the Heat. I think the Heat are starting to heat up a little bit. If no Jimmy Butler. Is Jimmy Butler not playing? If I, like, let me 
see what's going on right now. Actually. According to this, he they're all listed as playing. Orange yeah. Ragic. Jimmy, Bam on Bayou. Um, you know what? I'm actually going to go with the Knicks on this one. I like what I'm seeing from Quickly and Julius Randle. Um, I think the Knicks, you know, what they're doing under Thibs, they're they're kind of playing really, really different this year. You know, shout-outs to them. You know, he's playing them, and he's letting – R.J. Barrett would not have played this well if they hadn't given him minutes, and so he's – Yeah, so I'm actually – I'm going to take the Knicks on this one. Okay, I'll go with the Heat. Rockets, Pelicans. Um, so no Christian Wood for a little bit. He's injured. I got to go with the Pelicans on that one then. I think Christian Wood Pelicans. was a big piece of that team, so I got to go with Pelicans. I'm going to take the Pelicans as well on that one. I think, I think um, I'm seeing something really good from them. All right. Um, Warriors, Spurs. That's a, that's a tough one. Um, Warriors, Spurs? Yeah. I'm going to actually – I'm going to go with Warriors. I think – the Spurs just barely pulled it out last night. You know, the Spurs, both teams are coming off a of back-to-back. But I think yeah, the Spurs the, just the Spurs pulled are it a out. better team this year than I thought. Um, mm. I will go with the Spurs on that one, Terrence. Yeah. Uh, the Jazz and the Celtics, man. The fucking Jazz, man. They won 11 straight, lost, and then I think they've won like six straight since then, bro. They are... They're not letting out. I'm going with the Jazz. And I got to go with the Jazz as best well. Best team in the league right now, man. They're just smoking. And I think Jalen Brown is still listed to be out. Is he going to say? game as well? Uh, no, he's not on the ESPNs. No. All right. Even if he's back. I yeah, I, I, the Celtics are in a weird spot. I can't see. I mean, the Jazz are just playing, like, way too good. Yeah. 19-5, and five, damn. Um, Magic Blazers. Got Blazers. Even without, even without like McCollum and Nurkic and all that. I mean, like the Magic are just, you know, the Magic started the season six and two, which means they've yeah, I know. Gone, which means they've gone three and thirteen since. I when they had that six and two, I was like, this is not, this is not going to stay that way. And I didn't think they'd bottom out that quickly. Jesus, three and thirteen. It's rough, man. It's rough. The so Blazers. Last game you got. 76ers Wait, who, who, versus who, Kings. Who'd you choose? Magic oh, I'm Blazers? going. I'm going Blazers. I'm going Blazers as well. Okay. Yeah. 76ers Kings. I mean Sixers. I don't. The Kings are okay, but um. And Sixers. The Sixers. Uh, Unless this is the start of a great game, right? You know, Darren Fox coming off a great game, 36 points. That dude they got off the bench um, was it Tyrese Halliburton or something. He's playing so. real well for the Kings, man. He might be – De'Aaron Fox has to earn his minutes officially because he has legitimate competition on the bench. Um, you know what? With that being said, though, I still got to go with the six, 76ers. I, I, it's hard to go against the Doc Rivers coach team. I mean, yeah, everyone's playing too. So, I mean – Right. It's just the Kings are not that good. Like they're, they're a solid team. Rashawn Holmes has been playing a lot better than he's ever played. He said – you know he's had multiple games of six blocks this season? It's pretty impressive. Yeah. That's good. He's three in the last month. Six blocks in three different. That's impressive, man. He's got to be more consistent in the blocking, but it's still pretty impressive. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Sixers. Yeah, probably for the best. Um. So yeah, man. I think that's it for us. Unless you got yeah. something else. No. Um. I have your final thoughts, of course. All if you need to think about them. It's always good to get it. Um. Get a show in right before the game. It seems like we we you know like we're recording before the games, like which is always because good. we record on Tuesday nights and like 
the odds of them playing they're playing almost the next play almost every other day every, you know? yeah so it's like the odds of it happening are one and two almost yeah what are your, your um, final thoughts terrence you want to leave the listeners final final thoughts feedback on these absurd things you said because <laughs> they're they are something well my my final random thought uh for this week is actually going to be love and basketball are the same thing we all just trying to get a shot you know, actually, did you make that up? Yeah, it's actually not bad. Uh, I, I will say it. Smokes, I got one. I got it one. Smokes week. last week. So I'll tell you that much for free. Last week was something about toast week. or something. I don't know what the fuck is going on there. there All right, ladies go. and gentlemen, with that, have a good night. Peace.